Hey, thanks so much for being here this morning. Election integrity has been a topic not just in Arizona, but across the country. A report was released earlier this week. People are questioning why it wasn't released sooner because of the former attorney general. We had the chairman of the county board of supervisors, Clint Hickman, on with us last week. And in fairness, I wanted to get the other side of this story. So I have been corresponding with Jennifer Wright, who I've known for a long time. She's an attorney. She was on the election integrity unit with the uh, with the um, attorney general's office under Mr. Brnovich. She joins us now. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me on, Mike. I appreciate it. Um, before we get into the details of this, can you explain your role in the election integrity unit? Yeah, so the election integrity unit was um, had two divisions. There was the civil division and the criminal division. So the civil division, I received all of the complaints that came in, and when I believed that there was enough in- information provided in the complaint that it rose to a potential criminal violation, I would forward it on for criminal for their further review and investigation. But okay. in the civil unit, I focused more on you know violations that might not raise to criminality. Okay, so in your opinion, um, looking at the report and what you know, did the election integrity unit find any evidence of widespread fraud in the 2020 election? Well, I think that you're using the word fraud to presume that somebody did something intentional. So looking at the report provided by criminal appears to be from their March initial report. Um, they had at least seven areas where they were unable to determine the 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 results of the investigation because there wasn't enough information provided. Um, and, you know, regarding coordinated attempts by specific individuals were not found to be the case, neither by the criminal division nor the civil division. But again, fraud presumes that somebody intentionally did something to change the results. What I was looking at personally in the civil unit were potential violations of law that may not have been intentional, that may not have been intended to you know, change the results, but that the processes or procedures may have created problems that would invite opportunities for fraud. Do you um, do you believe that the report is incomplete? I believe that what we see, so there's the big, thick report that is included in the stuff that Mays provided. That was apparently from March of 2022. That is clearly incomplete because there's more than seven allegations where they specifically state that they were, it was undetermined because they had to re- continue to review records and information. If you compare that with the letter that was written in April following, none of those undetermined areas are included in the letter. Instead, there is a difference of opinion between the criminal division and the civil division as to the um, the the, uh, the the procedures used for signature verification. It was my opinion that there were potential violations of law that may not rise to criminality regarding signature verification. And criminal only looks at, did the pro- procedures rise to a criminal misconduct? And so we can disagree. They, criminal can say, we didn't see a problem with the signature verification procedures. But I can say, I thought that they violated, at least civilly violated violated our laws and and require more inspection. And that's why my May letter um, goes into great detail about us requesting more information about Maricopa County's use of automated voter uh, signature verification tools like Veris Pro. So do you think that Maricopa County has intentionally withheld evidence that you needed to complete your report? 
for my side, civil investigation, I would say I, I, I can't say whether it was intentional or unintentional. I'm not going to imply any motive, but I will say I issued a letter on May 17th, 2022. I asked for a response uh, by uh, May 23rd. Uh, I, I received a response from their attorney saying that he would be out of, of the country on May 23rd. So we extended that deadline, uh, but I never received any response to this May 17th letter. So, you know, why or how or, or what their thought process is, I'm not going to presume any sort of illicit motives. What I'll say is that they never responded to my May 17th letter. And what would that information have helped you? What conclusion would that information have helped you come to? Well, the concerns I specifically had about the signature verification process used by Maricopa County, where they use a third party software, where they send our entire voter registration file with signatures to Runbeck in order for Runbeck to do a signature comparison between uh, the the reference the reference signatures in the signature verification file and the signatures that are scanned in through the uh, early ballot affidavits. This technology, this this automated signature verification technology, is unproven. It's not even used by banks because they found that it does not detect forgeries. So if there's this signature verification, Veris Pro is being used. I don't know how that comports with Arizona law. Again, that doesn't mean it's criminal. It just means that there's a that maybe Maricopa has created a procedure and they think that they're doing this, you know, in compliance with the law. And I don't I don't know that it does. And I think it should be tested. I think somebody should really test whether or not Maricopa has the authority to enter into this multi-million dollar contract for technology that's frankly unproven. Jennifer Wright is joining us. She's an attorney that was part of uh, Mark Bernovich, Attorney General Bernovich's um, election integrity unit on the civil side. So has your office in the capacity, whether it was you or the people on the criminal side, did anybody in the attorney general's office do any um, uh, signature verification of any of these ballots to find out if there was anything wrong or were you not able to look at those either? No, I was able to, I did a, I had a sample set of data from the signature reference files that were provided by, through the Senate audit. In my letter, I specified that there were 51 signatures that I had reviewed that I had agreed that didn't appear to match. I had asked for more records regarding those sampling of those 51 signatures, and I never received a full explanation of those 51 signatures. Again, that was a reference set, so it was, uh, I looked over hundreds upon hundreds of signatures and determined uh, and agreed that 51 of them did not appear to be accurate and so i wanted more information and i was never i never received that information would it have been possible for you if you wanted that information to go to a judge and subpoena that information and get a court order so could i have as jennifer wright no so uh, you know i you know I, that certainly is a, a procedure that can be done but i had no independent authority to open up uh, civil cases um, on behalf of the attorney general's office But if you were um, being as concerned as you say you are that these things were not fulfilled, did you ever go to the attorney general and ask the office to make these inquiries through the courts and try to get a mandate that they be sent to you? I cannot speak about what advice I gave to the attorney general. That is attorney-client privilege. What I can say is that that was an option, and I cannot discuss what advice they may or may not have given. And when that you would be a violation of the ethical rules. All right, fair enough. Um, when you looked at when you and I were kind of corresponding earlier, um, do you believe that? Um, this, do you believe this report would have been dramatically different and had more information given to the voters? What's missing? And I know you're you are upset kind of with the narrative that the media is going with. And I want to give you fair time to give an opposite side here. What do you think the opposite side and what should the people know from your perspective? 
Well, I looked, I've re-looked over the April letter. There's nothing in the April letter that conflicts with any information that was provided in the March uh, 2020 general election. In fact, in the general election, it specifically says that there are violations of Arizona law regarding uh, ballot, uh, regarding the chain of custody that is mentioned in the letter. Regarding the signature verification issues, I'll again state that there is a disagreement between criminal and civil regarding whether or not that the signature verification met the standards that we thought were appropriate. Again, that doesn't mean that Maricopa County participated in any sort of fraud or illegality. There's just a difference of opinion. In fact, the Attorney General's office did file a lawsuit regarding the signature verification uh, system used by Maricopa County and Yavapai Court. We had asked that Secretary Hobbs include signature verification standards in our elections procedures manual. Um, That issue was not fully litigated. Other issues related to the elections procedures manual were because um, we did not have the authority to require the secretary to put specific procedures in our EPM, although I would say that those are desperately needed. I think we need uniform standards in the state of Arizona as to how signatures can be verified, and those don't currently exist. Okay, and one last question is there were a number of Arizona legislators that said that they believed that there was fraud in the election, and they were asked by the attorney general's office for proof, and according to this report, none was provided. Did you have any discussions with any of those legislators? Did you, did you see any evidence from them of fraud? So I would be the one to correspond with them to obtain what they had, and then I would forward on the information to criminal for them to do the review since all of the allegations were criminal. Um, so I can't say that I've got any, uh, that I, other than the cursory review of what I first received, I wouldn't say that based off of the, the September 19th Grisby, Grisby information um, regarding some of the things, I would say I would confirm that, that uh, much of what I saw did not have a lot of meat to its bones, and so I don't disagree with that particular issue. Um, I appreciate the time, and I'm glad you were willing to come on and talk about this. I want to get all sides of this issue, and I know it's certainly not over yet, so I'd love to have you back to discuss it further when more comes out on this. Great. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. I very much appreciate it. No, thank you very much. That is Jennifer Wright. She was with the Election Integrity Unit at the Attorney General's Office.